0: Welcome. Another episode, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with Rich Klein. We're doing another tribute episode for another fallen uh, warrior, a guy that was a mainstay at uh, uh, a couple decades worth of Nationals, for sure, Ace Marchant. A uh, very interesting guy. What uh, You can't judge the book by its cover. Uh, he was a, a very uh, interesting and learned Guy and a, and a friend to both of us, but he followed the beat of his own drummer, but he's passed away now. We want to honor his memory. It's uh, Ace or Horace Ace Marchant, Dr. Marchant. Uh, but thanks to our sponsors so that we can do this, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, all those Beckett entities, even shout out to Fat Packs uh, with Eric. Uh, so in that sense, Eric, you are a sponsor of this show, too. So uh, thank you for that. Enjoyed having you on uh, a while back. Also, Com C, where Rich works and Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, as well as Upper Deck, Tops, and Panini, great card companies. But today we're talking about a national dealer who passed away a, few a years couple ago. years ago, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I and he probably was in his early 70s? Early 70s, late yeah. 60s, early yeah, 70s. No. He. And he he'd been a professor, he'd but he'd been, been retired. I know when I'd see him, we'd talk about the joys and the consternation of being a college professor. I had been. He knew that. I knew he was. He wasn't in, I think he was in history or something because I was in statistics, which is completely different. But both of them have to deal with tenure. If you're, if you want to be a professor at a university, you've got to go through this gauntlet that's, that's, uh, that's gaining tenure. You've got to do publications. They're not just publications that you write and distribute. In, in most places, they have to be refereed by other, scholars other other uh, professors in the field who say that it's okay it can be published and that's very daunting again to have your work scrutinized by somebody who who uh, but Ace went through that I went through that and we had that uh, shared struggle i think peer together. i think the peer editing is you said it's a
1: struggle but it's also very illuminating because you have people that know as much if not more than you a lot of times
0: on the subject reviewing your work uh, that's why I moved into baseball cards instead of statistics. Uh, actually, I took the statistics knowledge with me, but uh, there are... Actually, I probably had a million referees for the price guides when people look at it and and uh, again if they have constructive criticism i have no problem with that so but ace and i would 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 bat that around i i rarely saw him except at the national did you see him yes at ace, did of the all the, ace
1: did all the east coast shows so i would yeah. see him especially in my dealing days up in the new york new jersey area i saw him frequently and ace had an interesting dealing history he started like most of us normal tops bowmen, and he evolved to basically cutting magazines Ephemera, ephemera, paper, a paper stuff. stuff yeah. He and he. Would, well, he, he got into a it,
0: it, 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 that was less crowded. Yeah, he was the only I mean, one, smart guy.
1: Yeah, he was the only one at the show, so it didn't take a lot for him to have a good show. He would sell stuff, you know, and everything was meticulously organized. And well, he had no competition. And he had no competition for what he was
0: doing. And he, when you have no competition, you have some some price control. And I don't think he was a gouger. He never was a like gouger, that, but he had a lot of stuff, and you weren't gonna and and you were paying him because he, he, he made it available something that you would find interesting at a price that yes. didn't seem unfair.
1: No, he was very good. And the thing is, he he always was a collector at heart. When when he got sick the last few years of his life, I would get emails from him probably once a month, once every three weeks. He'd be very active on eBay finding all these weird cub yeah, items, and we would yeah. talk about these cub items he was interested in. And, hey, go bid on that. Or, no, Did he
0: sell his cub stuff, or was that where his collecting interest, and he sold I, the other stuff?
1: I think he ended up selling the other stuff. The cubs became, I think, his... His his true final collection, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Because he stopped dealing when he got sick. I remember I saw yeah. him one year at the national, and I made a comment about how you know how much weight he lost and how good he looked. And he says, "Well, unfortunately, that's cancer."
0: You know, that was pretty blunt, but it was. He had a very wry sense of humor, though. Yes, he did. I mean, he was a little bit of an intellectual, and he didn't look like he looked like a truck driver, right. or you know, to me. Maybe that's not.
1: No, I get he was a big burly guy, yeah, and, yeah, but he had
0: with a ponytail, yeah, and a beard. I mean, he looked yeah. like he
1: would an unkempt beard. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I and I love Daisy. But he had his look. Yeah. He, had, he, had, he had his concept of uh, who he was. Seemed to be comfortable in his skin. And like I said, he was the road less traveled. He had a he just like you can't like I said, you can't judge a book by its cover. He he was not enigmatic, but he just was uh, he was uh, you just you, when you walk up to him and then you start talking, you, you'd have no idea where that conversation could go into something that would be really interesting. I think he must have been a big reader. He was a huge reader. And he, he always talked about what books we were reading. Yeah, and he he loved the fact yeah. that I read so much. Oh, me too. We have that in common. But, but which again, if you're a listener, regardless of what your age is, reading is good, and it doesn't have to be all fiction or nonfiction. It's not even what you read as much as the fact that you're reading. It's it's very it's very, very broadening. But Ace was Ace was. Uh, you know, uh, in our fraternity of readers. You know, when we're talking about Ace, and
1: um, we'll do a separate episode about Gary Sewatsky and Jim Justice, another point. But in a way, yeah. Ace was like Gary and Jim in that Gary and Jim, if you saw them at the show, they had almost no real base cards after a while. They everything right. was oddball weird, and they the Wizards of Odd, the Wizards of Odd.
0: Yeah,
1: and they and um, before it was Jim, it was Dwayne Shrone that Gary worked with. Right, and I actually ran into them at a Yankee game in 1983
0: once. <laughs> Yeah. Which was
1: the like that was a strange place to meet, see two dealers from, wherever they were living at the time. But
0: they were up Gary Swatsky so- probably is the possibly the last collection I bought before I started the price guides, and it wasn't a collection I bought his table. Yes, <laughs> at the end of a show. Was he doing odd stuff at the time? He was doing odd stuff, and the st- and it just he 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 was a piano mover, and so you wouldn't think he would be intimidated by lugging. The residual cards that he didn't sell back to the, to his van. I think they had a yeah. van. But for some reason, he said, Hey, I just, you know, i I can always get more cards, but I'd, I'd like to just go home empty handed. Why don't you make me an offer for the whole thing? And there were, because there were some Clementi items in there <laughs> that I thought, you know, if I buy the whole thing, I might get. Uh, it'd be like I'd get the Clemente stuff for free. And they were sixty-nine supers. Oh good cards. Yeah. So I mean it was it was uh so I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna do, do okay on this. And so I did, but again, it was a willing buyer and a willing seller and uh, and that was probably my last big collection before I kinda got into the bit price guy business. And
1: I bought a lot from
0: Ace at every single show that I would see him at. He'd
1: always put stuff aside for me. And there's one item he had that I'm still kicking myself for not getting He had a magazine that had the original. It was an ad with the original photo of Pee Wee Reese jumping over the guy. Oh, the fifty-three Bowman Bowman pose. Yes. Oh man. Because that's like a magazine photo from like nineteen forty-seven or forty-eight. Yeah. It's not a photo they took for fifty-three. Not contemporaneous. It's not contemporaneous.
0: What, what, was he find Columbia stuff for you? Or was yeah, he'd he find some Columbia stuff for me, but he doesn't. Like, I mean, he had to be a trivia guy, kind of like we are, right. of but, just kind of knowing but, these little tidbits, he find because me, he was a generalist, but he must have known his customers. But he find me stuff to read. Yeah. He yeah. always wanted to find me stuff to
1: read. He'd actually quiz me about it, so I would actually read what he gave me, because it was fascinating. So he actually liked to give me stuff to actually sit down and read.
0: Yeah. I would pay for it. So when I say give me, yeah. it's not free, but... Right, but still, it's, that's... Nowadays, you give somebody something to read. They act like, well, man, what are you doing to me? <laughs> I got to read this." Well, we so, both read so much on the internet, but you know, you, you have, have a, you I, have a ton of books. I'm, yeah, but I really when I, I meet with a lot of people that are thinking about doing publishing ventures, and I'm just I'm saying, you know, you make it smaller. Not well. I talk to the publisher. It needs to be 300 pages to be taken seriously. I said, what's well, going to be taken seriously is a doorstop. <laughs> if it's 100 pages or 150 pages, it, it's less intimidating. Just. If you're a good writer, just get them into it. That's a good thing about the Internet these days. You can get a, a free chapter of some of these things, and you get into that, and find out more. But I think Ace was old school, but but um, but if you're a reader and you're a life, lifelong learner, you're going to stay fresh. And he did. And I think he did. He did, as I said. And he, it was great to see that even as sick as he
1: was, he was passionate yeah. about his Cubs collection.
0: Yeah. And he
1: would find these interesting items on eBay and ask me, and I'd say,
0: oh, that price? Why not? What uh, You know, just for the listeners... There, there are gonna be listeners here that we have that are that never met Ace. And like I said, if you walk by his table, he He, he was unique. He, he was unique, but but he's he's not there anymore. But if you live in the Midwest, you might say, I thought his name was Paul Marchant. Right, Paul but was. But that's a different guy. That's, that's he that's a good friend, And he's from the St. Louis area and was one of the co-promoters of the Third National and, that was in St. Louis and was a well-known dealer kind of wholesaler guy in the midwest that i'd come across again a completely different guy a really interesting guy in his own right he's the guy that bought out the right the to use Spy, cards. Uh, company uh, in 1980 he did all yeah. sorts of fun sets with and he designs. had all these small sets that he did and all this stuff so anyway so that's a i don't think they're even they, they I mean, as far as i know they were not related well he would yeah he was like the jack sprat you know yes. and the uh, he, he was uh, very lean and, uh, ace was not. Yes. Let's put it that way. But, uh, again, great guys. Maybe they're distant cousins from, uh, way, way back. But, uh, but Paul, I think is doing well. So, uh, but ace, uh, had some, uh, decline at the end. And that's, uh, that's, that's sad. When you don't see somebody at the national these days now, especially of the veterans, you wonder, you know, what their situation is, whether in, uh, bad health or, uh, it's, it's such a lifetime hobby. It so is. maybe something about us doing these tributes, these are people that, that stayed as long as they could, and they contributed, and they, were, they, they, they loved what they did. And it wasn't always their main thing, uh, in well, the case we, of we, Ace, we, but it was, it was a really passionate sideline, yeah. side gig. Okay, and I'm going to go to something. You host a weekly Bible study
1: section, yeah. and I go to Torah study at my synagogue whenever I can on Saturday mornings. And, you know, we have a saying in our Torah study that you actually die twice once when your physical life ends and once when the last time somebody mentions your name and to me oh. doing all these is keeping all those all the people alive because we're mentioning their names and we're keeping their memories fresh
0: well and i i receive that i think that basically there's a there's a uh, we live in a culture that uh, that values relationships it i'd like it if relationships were valued even more and there's some breakdown of the family i i, I think that's uh, tragic in some in, in in some ways as well but again keeping the the positive memories of somebody uh, alive and and making people aware of uh, uh guys that are that are uh, you know i've saying that when when uh when uh, a, a a baby is born you want that baby, that child, to get the best of the dad and the best of the mom That's a really good saying, and so when in some situations they think, well, you know i got my, my dad's no good, my mom's no good well, Wait a minute there's in some ways, your dad was really good, in some ways your mom was really good. don't you want your kids to have the best of that and in many cases, if they can approach it that way, they don't and so we're approaching these tributes like that is that we're not trying to die we're not doing investigative journalism to figure out what uh that uh that uh that uh, ace liked to smoke cigars or something right. we were just uh, honoring him as as a guy who did some really interesting things and and was uh,
1: and probably a little bit
0: of a one of a kind
1: guy i think he definitely was a one of a kind guy and so i don't
0: know every detail about his life but i know that he, he greeted me warmly he kind of warm and intellectual he was yeah it was just different you know because he he would he he was not the same And his wife trained
1: animals it was really yeah. it was a really cool she had a really cool thing she did it was yeah. I believe her name was Tibby, and it was an interesting yeah. thing she did, too. So they were a really good couple. She did her thing, and he did his thing. Do you think he ever went to the barber? Maybe once a year.
0: <laughs> no, but what would they do? Trim trim the beard a little? I don't think so. Okay. I just, Maybe I, cut the hair a little? Well, I don't know. It didn't look like it. I, yeah, I know, sadly, I, when he got sick, obviously, yeah, the hair disappeared. But Yeah, well, it just I'm just saying, he, he did it the way he lived life on his own terms. He obviously was very bright. And, uh, created a business on the side that he could really enjoy. And, and I think and, he enjoyed sharing it with everybody. And yeah.
1: when we talked about Wayne Varner, it was the same thing. Yeah. They, we enjoyed sharing it with each Well, they each had their other.
0: niche and, and they had, uh, the people they enjoyed being with. And like I say, Ace, miss you. Uh, again, a fellow professor, even though I didn't hang in there as long as you did. Uh, it's an honorable profession and he has had an earned doctorate and was, was, uh, like I said, a very bright guy who brought, uh, who brought uh, some uh, interest to the national? Every time I was there, I could count on some uh, discussion that I wasn't counting on. And Rich sounds like you had the same experience. With, a, with one of the other hobby. He wasn't. He was a big guy, but he wasn't a giant. But he was. He was. He was a, he bigger, was a big, bulky a big, guy. Bigger, bigger guy. Yeah. So in that sense, a giant of the hobby. So let's end on that note. Uh, Ace, we miss you, and uh, you know, hope uh, hope our listeners enjoyed our uh, our look back at a at uh, another hobby icon that was uh, a big part of the national for several decades so again thanks thanks rich thanks jim see you talk to you all tomorrow